Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. We are recording, Scott. There we go. You going to poke fun at my University of Georgia Bulldogs sweatshirt anymore? I think it pokes fun of itself enough. I mean, they're kind of a joke to begin with. When was the last national championship? 1980? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a great way to start our podcast. A little vitriol there between SEC fans. Yeah, and all these Star Wars fans are going, what are sports? Who? What is that? <laughs> For those who don't know Scott, he is a... What's the right word? Rabid LSU fan? I was, was going to say avid, but yeah. I'm a rabid big, is big. a better word. Rabid, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi. I am Andrew Baxter. I'm here with my co-host, Scott Clausen. And we're continuing our Star Wars movie bracket. Scott, take it away. Okay. So yeah, we've got two matchups today. We've actually got some fun, fun, fun matchups. Now, just a reminder... A couple of these have already gone up in the first round, and so we're not going to go over them in detail. We will give you our scores again. If we need to say anything else about them, we will, but they'll be very brief. So the first matchup we're going to go over today is actually A New Hope, and that's one I have not watched before, so we'll go over that one in detail. But it is going up against The Rise of Skywalker, so that's kind of fun. We've got Episode 1, Episode 9. We've got the, the beginning and the end. So that'll be a fun matchup. The other matchup we'll go over second is uh, Empire Strikes Back. And it's actually going up against Re- Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. So and we have gone over Return of the Jedi in the past. Uh, Empire is a new one for us. So those will be the matchups. Some some good ones. We've got the all the original trilogy today. But like I said, we have already gone over Return of the Jedi. So if you have not listened to that one or if you've not listened to the one with Rise of Skywalker, go back, listen to those so you can catch up. And I'm excited about these matchups. Very cool, Scott. We want to go ahead and begin our... Do you want to do a, an overview of the the score? Yes, that, let's do that. Because we're starting with A New Hope, right? Yes, we're starting with A New Hope. And so we need to look at The Rise of Skywalker first. So this is what it's going up against. So just a reminder for those, I gave The Rise of Skywalker an 18. Andrew gave it a 16. So it is a total score of 34. So that's that's one of our... Higher ones, I think. I haven't done yes. the math on them all, but yeah, I think that's that's a higher one. So anyone in the 30s is going to be it's going to be tough to be stout. So a new hope has has a uphill climb. We'll see if it can do it. It's going to be interesting. I know Andrew. If I'm if I'm correct, you're a big fan of the original trilogy. Oh yes. So that's what I grew up with, man. That, no, absolutely. I grew up with it as well, but I but I I don't know. I, I enjoyed some of these newer ones too. So yeah, the newer ones are good too. It'll be interesting. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to deny that at all. The newer ones are still quite good. They are, and they have the advantage of being newer. So graphics, visually, they just they have an advantage. Yeah, but visually they do. Yeah. Which brings me to a new hope. Do you want to jump in right into visual quality? Yeah, I wanna, will. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll jump right in. So visual quality, I gave it a three. And and you know obviously when we look at these videos. Not these videos. These movies. Throwback. <laughs> these videos. Yeah, these videos. <laughs> these uh, these movies. Uh, I, I am judging it for visual quality overall, but I'm also giving it some grace because this is 
1979, right? 77, Are you 79. Serious? Oh, my goodness, 77. 1977. 77, yep. I knew it when I said it, too. It came hey. out a decade before I was born. Oh, man. You're old. But these are older. That's true. So, so yeah. Uh, but I gave it a three. I think it holds up really well. U- ultimately, the, the biggest reason it gets a three is the remastering. It, it's distracting and it hurts the movie. When you take the remastering out of it, I, I think it's, it's great. Although... One of the pieces of the remastering that was the worst, and I nearly gave it a two because of this, Job of the Hut. That was bad. It was really bad and just didn't need to be in there. It was such an unnecessary thing. But there were some great shots. The escape pod shots with R2-D2 and C-3PO in the escape pod, and they're leaving, and they're looking out at it, and you see the, the Star Destroyer in the distance. That's, that's a great shot. I thought that was awesome. There's lots of great tattooing shots. There's some really, really good shots there, and there's some great shots of the Death Star. It wasn't the strongest closing shot, but again, this is 1977, yes. not 79. I, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It is. I think it's a three. I gave it a three as well, and I wrote great opening shot, great shot when droids when droids are going to Tatooine. Just yeah. those Tatooine shots are so good. And I mentioned before that I, I enjoy the desert shots. I feel like yeah. the blue of the sky and that sandy color, and the contrast, just the contrast between the sky and the ground is so beautiful and so sharp. It is. It really is. The Tatooine sequence has so many great shots, great Death Star shots. The amazing thing is, as you said, Scott, this movie was made in 1977. If you look at other movies that were made in the 70s, you're you're visually, you're not going to have anything that's anywhere close to Star Wars, or that holds up as well. That'd be interesting. I'm going to have to go look up a montage of, of 1977 movies and kind of, yeah, compare yeah. them. Because I, I really, this was, I mean, the first of its kind. I think it was just, it's yes. amazing. It's really well and done. It, it holds up so well, partly, partly, excuse me, because the everything was done with models. Yes. Everything was done with, they actually blew up a model to get that shot. They did add some things. Yeah. I remember that the halo that goes around the Death Star is an added, is an addition in the original. Yeah. They didn't have that big halo. That I guess that's like a energy blast or something. So there's a lot. I think that because we've mentioned this before when we reviewed Return of the Jedi, yeah. we are not basing visual quality off what we remember from no. you and I because we actually watched the THX remastered version of this film. Yep. That's what I grew up with in the VHS Video. set, right? The VCR. Yep. You actually had to, it was amazing. Rewind, be kind, remi- rewind, anybody? My my granddad actually had those stickers on his VHSs. He would make yeah. us check them out to go to other houses. Really? Oh, yeah. He was. That's he was, hilarious. That's a whole nother episode. He was looking crazy. All, right. All right. Here we go. Visual quality, I gave it three, so two threes. We agree so far. Yeah, uh, I, I think we had a lot of the same notes, so yeah, I, I think we're on the same page there. So, plot, this is you. Here we are. I am very much going to it. Last time I listened to our podcast, I didn't keep it short on plot, but I'm <laughs> yeah, going to try. You, you These, said you were going to try, too. I, I, tr- I did try. <laughs> These are so familiar that I think we can move through these fairly quickly. Yeah. Act one is get the Death Star plans to the Rebels. So we see that Leia has the Death Star plans. She gives the plans to R2-D2. I'm going to go ahead and stop you already. Uh, go sorry, for it. I have to. Go for it. 
I, my first note is Rogue One makes this movie better. I watched the beginning of this movie, and and you're already just like Rogue One. This is this is a better movie because yes, of it. Absolutely, which speaks to the high quality of Rogue One as a film. I, I agree, absolutely. So uh, you know, that's 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 my note. Yep, Leia's captured. For some reason, when I was a kid, I always enjoyed seeing the stun, the circular, the blue circular yeah. stun force, whatever you might call that. Anyway. There's fun dialogue between C-3PO and R2. Already the dialogue is so much better. It, it is. And the droids are just so impressive, especially for being, especially for being 1977. Right. The, the droids, they're just amazing. Very, they, they play really well. The droids separate, but both end up captured by Jawas. They both end up, they go down, they escape in the escape pod, which is, leads to that great shot. They're captured by the Jawas after they escape. And there's more banter between C-3PO yeah. and R2-D2 at that point. Eventually, they are purchased by Luke and his, or I guess his uncle purchases them. And then Luke sees Leia's message, which changes the whole trajectory of the film yeah. at this point. And I noticed the family was eating. They were. And they we were actually eating. see right. the uncle eat. Maybe I was have to. Uh, maybe I was just completely wrong about this the whole time. And not that we need to go back for it, but you're also completely wrong on the four periods at the end of the scrolls. You're right. You're right. The, Thank you for bringing that up yeah. because I realized how wrong I was. There was one that had the three. I don't remember which one it was. It was Return of the Jedi. Return of, okay, it was Return of the Jedi. Which is interesting to me because that since all the others have four periods at yeah. the end, it makes Return of the Jedi stand out even more. It does. Why only three in Return of the Jedi? It's definitely, definitely an odd. I don't know, and I'm I'm not a grammar person to begin with. So, I'm. I, is there some message that Lucas is trying to send us with this? I don't know. Anyway, it's like Qui Gon's voice all over again. Anakin, no. Yes. Anyway, that was not a bad Qui Gon impression. Uh, no. Better than Jar Jar. You've got some, yes. Thank you. Let's not go down that road again. We see, and one thing is that Owen, Uncle Owen refers to Ben Kenobi as that old wizard. Yeah. Did you hear that? I did. So he's a wizard. Mm. So now the question Stop. is, who would win a duel? A wizard or a wizard? Stop it. Don't. And and sorcery is brought up again. It is, yes. Which if you follow our Instagram, I created a meme. I guess it would be called a meme. Yeah, I think it's a, I would call it a meme. I changed the, th- the little dialogue there. Anyway, moving yeah. on. We see that R2 escapes in an attempt to go find Ben Kenobi or Obi-Wan, that Obi-Wan is mentioned by Leia in the holographic message. Those holographic messages are impressive as well. They are. For, for that time, especially. Absolutely. Let's see. Man, I lost my place on here. Oh, yes. Here we go. Luke goes to find him. That is R2-D2. They meet Obi-Wan, who is known as Ben. And here's something that I didn't understand. Obi-Wan says, quote, I can't seem to remember ever owning a droid. Wouldn't R2-D2 recognize Obi-Wan? Yes. Wouldn't yeah, I, Obi-Wan I, I recognize R2-D2? Well, I, that I don't know. Because, I mean, that he's an R2 unit, and there are lots of R2 units. So but it is I've possible never... that he just doesn't place. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. I didn't mean to interrupt No, you. no, you're I good. excited. I, it's possible. I mean, I agree. We've not, we don't see another R2 unit, right? And, and any of the films, do we? We do. We see okay. R2 units, but... We don't. We see R units like there's R four, yeah. R five, and even earlier on in this film, I think that Luke says, "Well, this R two unit 
has a bad motivator. Yeah. Do you remember that? So that's referred to as an R2 unit. Although that might have just been early on in the film series and they weren't quite sure how they were going to do all the droid nomenclature. So yeah. I can forgive that. That's a big word right there. Nomenclature. 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 Yes. The way um, you name things. Okay. Yeah. See, that one, that one's right. Um, I learned a new word today, guys. There you go. And, but that confused me. There's a few times yeah. where, because now that we know, because we know because we've watched the prequels, how influential R2 is throughout the entire Thing. Oh, and it's even bigger in the Clone Wars, the series, yeah. And Obi-Wan would have known that. He would have known as soon as he saw R2, he would have known. Yeah. There's, that's I, R2. I think so. It's R2-D2. Yeah. We can, that maybe, but again. Maybe Lucas just wasn't thinking that far ahead at I, that point. I'm most likely sure. Yeah. Yes. But I would have, would have loved to hear some sort of retcon at that point. Yeah. That they could have said. Let's, let's make that, let's explain that in some way. Yeah, would have been good. Maybe a... R2's memory was wiped at some point or something like that to to spare Obi-Wan because maybe they didn't want R2 somehow his memory hinting at Obi-Wan being on Tatooine. I thought we wanted to spare R2 of the heartbreak of Anakin. Okay, maybe but, so. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah, that's good. I mean, he thinks for himself. He, he, he is does. a droid, but... So they hear the message in full and Obi-Wan wants Luke to join him in Alderaan. And I've got a little note to the side. Do you know what the Jawan vehicle is called? Is that like a land crawler or something like that? I don't, but it's like a that? cool vehicle. It is. I like that vehicle a lot. They go to the, there's a cut to the Death Star conference room. And that's when we see that great scene where Vader chokes one of the commanders. And I love that scene for Vader, some reason. Vader acts how so many of us want to act in staff meetings. <laughs> He just he does. He's like, I'm done with you. Could we have sent this in an email? Oh yes. Yep. yep. But right. I couldn't force choke you in an email. <laughs> apparently you can over a video call though. Yeah, apparently. That was impressive. Anyway. Then we cut back to the destroyed Jawan vehicle. Luke's family is dead. We see that. Which is a child my parents always made me close my eyes for that really? scene. Yes. Yeah. Or they it, covered my eyes. It wasn't a very well done dead body, but You didn't think so? I, I thought know. it looked. I thought it looked realistic. Maybe. I, I. I mean, the bones are still intact. I don't know. I kind of thought yeah. wouldn't the bones have fallen well on the ground at that point? I don't. Who knows? It yeah. could be that they tortured them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Very That's true. Not fun to think about, but possible. Then we see Darth trying to get the info from Leia because Leia has since been captured. Of course, Obi Wan and Luke go to Mos Eisley, where we meet Chewie and Han. Han and Greedo, Han shoots first in reality, right? This is one of those yep. situations where it does seem like they changed the order of the blasters. What's your feeling on that, Scott? I, I don't see the necessity in it. It doesn't bother me one way or the other, Other, honestly. Tripping over my words today, guys. It doesn't bother me one way or the other, but I, I really don't see why there needed to be a change with that. It's not like that really makes a difference in the overall plot. What do you think? I think, exactly. Why change it? Yeah. Why change it? Does it make Han more, I don't know, moral or something like yeah. that? Make him more virtuous? It's bizarre. Yes, bizarre is the right word. And then we see that the Death Star is has destroyed Alderaan. We see that Governor Tarkin has tried to get Leia to give over the rebel base, but she doesn't. We eventually yeah. find out she doesn't. She lied. 
And he lied about not killing all those people, not destroying Alderaan, which is a tragic, tragic scene. Yeah. Especially yeah. now that we've seen a little bit of Alderaan from the episode episode three, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. But I, I think we can assume that, um, I keep wanting to say Obi-Wan, but it's not Obi-Wan, Leia's dad, right? Uh, uh, general Organa. Was he a general? I, think I don't know. But I don't he was know. a senator. Senator Organa was, was probably on that planet. I don't think we yes. see him after that. So yeah, so. no, absolutely. Very cool. Then we see that infamous Han and Jabba scene. Yeah. Which I, I watched a documentary about that one time, and it was actually, they originally cast Jabba as a human. Hmm. So they have to make this one scene, that one part where Han is walking behind yeah. Jabba. You notice that they lift him up as if he's walking over Jabba's tail. Yes. And so that was something that had to do with a computer to make that look right. And then when he's leaving, he says, you're a wonderful human being. Uh, yeah, I call it that. So it sounds like he's just being coy yeah. or silly. But in fact, he was, they originally cast a person for this scene when they shot it in 1977. So they had to do a little bit of changing. Yeah. Because Lucas hadn't exactly decided that he was going to have Jabba be the sort of slug-like animal that he did, or creature that he ended up being. And then we see that they leave. They leave. Moss Eisley are able to get off. And then we move to more Act 2, where yeah. they get on the Death Star, and they're trying to save Leia and then escape the Death Star. So they're on the Falcon. They're able to escape from getting caught, really, while, yeah. they're, while they're in the tractor beam. So they cut to the Death Star. I've, I've just realized I messed up my order here anyway. I talked about the Alderaan being destroyed too early. So I think that's probably in Act 2. No worries. Then the Falcon gets captured. We all know it happened. Obi-Wan goes to deactivate. This is when they split up. Obi-Wan yes. goes to deactivate the tractor beam. Han, Luke, and Chewie go to save Leia. And fun fact there. So when Han and Luke are dressed as stormtroopers, and Luke makes the comment, I can't see a thing in this. I don't know if he says helmet or I can't right. see a th thing in this thing. It, that was not, he didn't think they were recording. And he really? was yeah, he was actually just talking to That's Harrison Ford. Yeah. And, but it actually them leaving it in it makes it more fun and makes you go, Well, that's why the that's why the stormtroopers are such bad shots. They can't see a thing in these helmets. So yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Maybe so. There's a lot we don't know about those helmets. We learn a little bit more in some of the Clone Wars. I've actually been watching some of the Clone Wars. It's a good show. I've been watching a little bit of it. And it gives a lot it fills in a lot of detail. It it does. It actually makes the prequels better. No, I'm not saying the prequels are good, but are you going to say something good about the Phantom Menace? Uh, no, but it makes the prequels better. Okay, I'm hoping one day I'll catch you saying something good about the Phantom Menace. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe. Well, no. Moving on. There's a trash compactor scene. Classic scene. Yes, I love it. Such love a it. Good scene. Very good. I, I love. I don't. Uh, Han. Hunt says, well, one one thing for, I don't remember the exact line, but one thing for sure, we're all going to be thinner after this. Right. He yeah. says, Han has great lines Han, throughout the whole film. He's, he's amazing. He, and both both these films we'll get to today, but yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Something like, what a what a wonderful new smell you've discovered, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love how Leia takes charge. She's in the detention block. They're cornered, and she just takes charge and yeah. starts, which we see that's true to her character, and we see it throughout this trilogy. We see the saber battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. And we seem to know that Obi-Wan knows this is going to be his last yeah. hurrah. 
he said, I forget what he says when they were in the little control room before they split up. He says that our destinies are parting or something like that. I'm misquoting it. Yeah. Oh, and then he makes the comment to Vader that you're going to kill me and I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Right. And it's cool that Obi-Wan's last thing he sees is looking over and seeing Luke and Leia right back together again. Yes. Now, obviously, he should have let them know they were brother and sister, but... There's a lot of stuff Obi-Wan yeah. should have done. Yeah. Well, well, okay, we, I've got a little more on that in the next right. movie, so I'm going to hold yes. off. Then they are able to... I'm obviously going through a good bit. There's running around, shooting, fighting, swinging over a bridge, kiss on the cheek from what we end up finding out is brother and sister. Well, kiss on the cheek for brother and sister, that, that's fine. But it wasn't, it wasn't given as a kiss. Uh, yeah, I know. It I wasn't know. given as a... What would that be? Fraternal, maybe? Yeah. Between that would be two brothers, I think. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Moving on. They escape the Siblings. Death Star. They have this I love the great scene. Great music. There's great music. I love that. I think it's called Here They Come is the musical part when they're leaving the Death Star and the fighters come up. I mean John Williams is really the hero of this whole Absolutely. I mean he yeah, everything. Everything. He's just amazing. I gotta give him complete props. Yeah. For these movies. He and makes the film all nine scores. episodes. Yes. I mean it's yeah. His scores make the film. So they escape the Death Star, but yet they were, in fact, as Leia said, being tracked. Yeah. So they go to the Yavin base. Then we see the Battle of Yavin. So we eventually, through various battlings, Luke destroys the Death Star. He hears Obi-Wan's voice. He uses the Force, destroys the Death Star. And I have a question at the end. Okay. This is for the, I guess would be technically the denouement which is the scene, the award scene. Yes. Why doesn't Chewie get an award? So that that is something that people actually are very unhappy about, and that is why, I don't remember if it's episode 8 or episode 9, but I believe it's, oh goodness, I'm blanking on her name, but she's the one who has a crush on Chewie. Uh, I can't remember, Maz. That's yeah. why Maz gives it to him after Han or Leia dies. But okay. she actually gives it to him. Gives and the award? Yes. And that's, Is that the award that Han had won? I believe so, yes. And so I think that's their way. That was their way of kind of trying to, to fix that. But no, right. you're, you're, you're absolutely right on that. And that was something that people were very unhappy about. Okay. That is, I think, my shortest plot summary so far, people Scott. Are gonna be, people, people are going to be happy with us. I hope they are. So what did you score it? I scored the plot a four. Wow. Okay. I thought it was understandable reasonable nothing was super crazy i can understand the motivation of the characters throughout i understand han just wants to make money and he's in this for the money yeah. and then eventually he's just in to save it to save his life and leia wants to live she's trying to escape the death star and then go destroy it but i would say leia even more more than wants to live she wants to win this war right yeah obi-wan because she shows she's willing to die i mean she's right. willing to stay on that planet knowing that it could potentially be blown up in minutes. Right. Obi-Wan wants to keep the Skywalker promise alive. He wants to face Vader again. And then his last act, in a sense, is to preserve Luke's life. Luke and Leia's life. Yeah. Another interesting fact, and uh, this probably was not intentional, but it's fun now. In the prequels, Obi-Wan and... Vader, or Anakin, are a similar height, but in these this movie, Vader is much higher. So mm. the Emperor made sure that Vader was going to have the high ground. He got him the extra long prosthetic legs. 
So, <laughs> like I said, I, probably not intentional, but fun looking back Could now be. a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting. That's just different sizes of the actors. Yeah. And, of course, as humans get old, we shrink a little bit. Yeah. Of course. So, it's obviously not that much. Anyway, what did you score the, the plot, Scott? I gave it a three. And, and, like I said, I think Rogue One makes this movie better. And I've got this next line, and I don't even want to read it because you're going to go, what? And I'm going to go... I don't know. I don't remember why I wrote this, but I did write this. So I'm going to, well, first I wrote solid plot. And then I wrote a little confusing if you have no backstory. Okay. Can you give me a little more? Well, I see. And I that? knew you were going to, I'm, I'm sitting here wondering like, why did I write that? But, um, uh, okay. Well, I just, I think if I'm thinking I've watching this for the first time, I'm still kind of wondering, okay, what is the force? What is all this? Who, who's who? I don't know. Obviously in 1977, it was huge. And so it must not have been as confusing as I'm saying. Yeah, but I still I give it a three. It's a solid three. Okay, maybe I should have given it a four, but I'm I'm happy with a three. Cool, acting quality, Scott. I'll let you lead the, lead this one off. So I give it a three again. On and here, I mean it's solid acting. Han is great. Han is just he's the star. He he is. Luke is solid. For some reason, I don't love Mark Hamill. He's he's good, but I don't I don't put him on the same level as Harrison Ford or as an actor. Or just in as these the movies, way. Okay. in these movies, yeah, yeah, as an actor in these movies, so yes, right. But um, but Luke's solid. Leia's good. Leia's Leia's really good. R two D two is awesome. Which again, I I, I keep saying I, I laugh that I'm coming on droids, but he is. He's he's just he's good. Vader is great. His and Obi Wan Obi Wan was even better than I remembered. Not that I thought Obi Wan was bad, but I just yeah. going back and watching this, and and, and I wrote. Here, solid three. So I, I really, I, I, I debated giving it a four, but I, I'm, I'm going with the three on this one. Okay. And Obi Wan, I for, for some reason I've just blanked. Alec Guinness. On Alec Guinness. Okay. Yes. That's what I was thinking. You. Yes. Alec Guinness did not want to do this role. Really, I did not know he that. He just needed the money. Huh. He, he needed the money, and he hated. My understanding is, I've listened to a podcast about this. He hated the role of Obi Wan. That's hilarious. He did not. He couldn't stand it. So I wonder if he wanted to be killed off. I mean, and, and that may have been written in to begin with, but well, he was in all the other movies. That's true. Even if yeah, he was but killed much, off, much smaller yes. portions. But yeah, but he did not like. He did not like this role. Interesting. At all. Well, he got paid. Well, yes, maybe. I'm sure he much. made residuals for yeah. years and years and years and years. But even if you don't like the role, you're going to get a lot of money from it. So yeah. He, he got what he wanted, as, I guess Han eventually. Yeah. Gets from, what would that be? The Rebel Alliance. Yes. Anyway, acting quality. Hold I on. gave it. Sorry. Oh yeah. No, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't yeah. give the score. So I yeah, go for it. I gave a four. Okay. I said Luke is completely convincing, as an ambitious, frustrated young man. We see that from the beginning. Yeah. He plays that throughout. That's really his deal. Is, yeah. And every he just gets sort of caught up in this series of events that he doesn't have much control over. Luke's grief and resolve upon seeing his family dead was moving. I had never really noticed his facial acting before, but it is very moving. It's funny you say that because I I kind of found it weak. You did? I did. I don't know. Maybe what I, would have made it stronger? I don't know. Maybe I wanted tears. Maybe I wanted... I, I just didn't... Maybe I missed the look, but I, I just didn't think there was much emotion there. We'll go back and watch it after okay. we're done, and I'll let you think about it. Because yeah. I thought the turn away... He turns away and then he looks back up and there's this resolve. There's this grief, but then resolve like my life here is over. Yeah. I have nothing else here because the only thing keeping him on Tatooine was his uncle saying, I need you to help me with the 
with the harvest or whatever it was. And see, I also found his his acting in when Obi Wan is dead kind of weak. Not not the immediate reaction, but on the Millennium Falcon. When you know, I keep noticing they say Falcon. Yes. On some of these, but yeah, I've noticed that's what Harrison Ford says throughout. Yeah, Falcon. so the Millennium Falcon. I think Lando said the same thing in Empire, but yeah. we'll, we'll get there. But a Millennium Falcon. It, it, I don't know. It, it felt a little weak, but maybe maybe that's just me being a little too critical. All right. I thought the dialogue was hilarious. This movie is so well written, Scott. Yeah. It's so very well, well written. written. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of good one-liners. Now let's move on to relationship between the characters. Go for it. I'm a three again. You know, I like to stick a across three? the board. Okay, yeah, I'm a three. I am a three. Can you just let me be? Just, just let me alone. Let you be a three. Let me be a three. I like to be threes. I no, it, yeah. I think Han Lei is great. Han and Luke is is good. They have some some good moments. Luke Obi Wan is good. Uh, Vader and everybody in the Empire is is great. He's just, I mean, he's he's a compelling, convincing villain. And and you see people, people are scared of him. Right. There's a few people who are, who are not afraid to stand up. Most right. of them they get four stroked. So, <laughs> you know that doesn't work out well for them. Han and Chewie as always is is great. And once again, it, it's solid. Maybe uh, again I, I I am sitting here going maybe I should have given it a, a a four, but uh no it's a, it's a three. We'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. Ugh, a four a three. I, you know uh, yeah. What can, what bad can you say? Give me one set of give me one character relationship that you thought was underdeveloped or rubbed you the wrong way. Luke and Leia kiss. Not in this movie. Oh, wasn't this one? It was I Empire. Don't think so yeah, no, is it, was it in this, this one? one? Yeah, it's in this one. Okay, man, these all run. Yeah, together. I, they I'm do, sorry. and we watch. Yeah, it's at the very end, right? Because I know Luke is in Luke is in the infirmary. Yeah. So no, no, you're right. It is Empire. Okay, I'm Empire. not losing right. my mind. No, so you can't say that. After, yeah, you got to ding the next movie for that one. Well, dang it. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it, it's and it's okay if you want to give it a three. It's a three. I, I, you know, I think we have seen across the board. I've, I've been for the most part more critical than you. Yes, uh, and and I'm asking you to be critical. You know, I, give oh, me and, a point and of critique. I, and I, it's not even. I can't point to anything specific. Okay. but to me, it's not. It's not. Great. It's it has good. a je ne sais quoi. Um, yeah. Well, I remember what you said last time, but we don't know right. what it means or something. It means but, I yeah. don't know what. Okay. Well, there we go. You it's can't put your finger on it. Like, and it's okay. You can't put your finger on it, yeah. but you just feel like it's a three. It's a three. I believe, I accept that. I don't agree with it, but I can accept it. Right. And then... Coming from the guy who likes Phantom Menace. Final, that's enough. <laughs> Finally, entertainment value, Scott. No, see, I feel like you're going you're gonna to hate me right now. I'll give it a three. Okay. I what what, what could be more did, what can sorry, be more Did you say what you gave relation between the characters? You gave it a four? I gave it a four. Okay, if you did I wasn't listening anymore. And I, I didn't I I I was so flabbergasted yeah. by your three that yeah. I forgot. I thought that it was funny. It was lighthearted it in was. places. Even yeah. though it's a heavy film in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's very lighthearted. I thought Vader is a great villain. Absolutely. He I has, completely agree. He doesn't lose his temper. No. He just force chokes people. Yeah. That's his version of losing his temper. He doesn't pull a Kylo Ren and destroy a room. Yeah. He just kills the guy. He's like, all right, you're the new commander. <laughs> Hopefully you won't make the same mistake yeah. he did. Yeah. Anyway. Well, all, all right, right entertainment value. I'm going to let you go first now because I'm, I'm just. Well, Scott, I gave it a four. Uh, yeah, I figured. 
Which is okay. Yeah. I thought the dialogue was great. The plot holds up well. It's just a fun movie to watch. And it stands alone. I agree. You could watch this film not having seen any other Star Wars film, just like everybody else did in 1977. Yeah. Jump right in and enjoy the film. Understand enough so that you can enjoy the film. This is a movie I will absolutely rewatch at some point. Oh, yeah. I agree. So I give it a four. Let me guess. Three. I gave it a two. You gave it a two? No, I'm just kidding. I was I about to three. lose my mind. <laughs> I give it a three. Yeah, I give it a three. It, it's, it's fun. It serves its purpose as an intro to the trilogy. I agree that it could stand alone, but it does. It serves its purpose as an intro to the trilogy. To me, it's a little slow at moments, and that's that's where it, it turns into a three to me. Okay, fair uh, enough. But I, it's a fun movie overall. I, I can't complain. And, and for me, my threes mean – I mean, it, it's it's really good. Yes. It's just not great. So my threes are not bad. I think just – Okay. Yeah. My total score, Scott, was a 19. I gave it a 15. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. And then I gave one Qui-Gon bonus for the Han Leia humor. I thought the humor was great throughout. It kept the entertainment value up for yeah. me. And a Jar Jar deduction was the little wonky lightsaber duel. I thought the lightsaber duel between... It was weak. It was, it was weak, and so I've deducted yeah. it. So my final score... Is a nineteen. Okay. Wow. We're we're uh, this is probably maybe our biggest gap. No, probably Phantom was probably our biggest gap. I don't know what you gave Phantom, but, <laughs> but yeah. So I gave it one in the Qui Gon bonus because this is the movie that started it all. What was your total score though? Your oh, sorry. Score. Yes, I gave it a fifteen. Oh, I said fifteen. Yeah. Oh, I did you? Yeah, yeah, yes. you did. My bad. So then I gave it the one because this is the movie that started it all. Okay. I mean, without this, we don't have Star Wars. Right. Fair and, enough. And so that's Fair it. Enough. I took off two. One for Jabba. Okay. I mean, it was just that bad. I know I took off for, you know, I, I wanted, I didn't take off for visual quality technically yeah. there, but yeah. And then I thought the Death Star battle, the actual in the air battle was a little too long. That's where I really, really? think, yeah, they make hmm. too many passes. It's like, let's, let's, let's get this a little bit faster. So I gave it an overall score of 14. 14. So which, I have 19 plus 14 is a 33. It is a 33. And I believe. That we have Rise of Skywalker was a 34. 34. And Andrew's wishing he'd kept his say. No, I'm not, no? actually. Okay. okay. Because I feel strongly enough about The Force Awakens that I feel like I well, not, not The Force Awakens. The Rise Which of Skywalker. I, I know, but I'm oh, saying I'm sorry. I got saved you, got The Force you. Awakens. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself here, guys. I'm... Because I know you you like The Rise of Skywalker a lot. I do. I would say that's probably one of your favorite films. I, I think it's... That's my, yeah, that's my second highest rated. And... So I would say that the 33 wins or loses by one point. So A yeah. New Hope has lost by one point to and The Rise of Skywalker. Funny enough, the fact that I love A New Hope and Empire and Return of the Jedi is a big reason why I love The Rise of Skywalker. Because there's so much nostalgia in there. There's so much. They bring back the old characters. They're bringing back Han. They're bringing back Lando. And so... Uh, that is a, a part of it. It almost always intertwined for me. So, but yeah, no, I think the rise of Skywalker okay. is going on to face whoever wins this next battle. Now we're looking at empire strikes back. We are. So empire strikes back is going up against return of the Jedi, which we have already 
scored. It's quite a matchup, man. It is. I mean, it, it, it's, and I still think there's a favorite here, but we'll, okay. we'll wait and see. But yeah, Return of the Jedi, just for a reminder for people. We, uh, I scored a 15, solid 15. Andrew scored a 17, so a total score of 32. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's a... It's definitely a beatable score. It is. Well, yeah, we've just seen it. I mean, uh, A New Hope would have beat it, but... Right. And I and I, funny enough, and I, I I actually prefer Return of the Jedi over A New Hope, but you... Okay. Yeah, I think I prefer A New yeah, Hope. They're both, they're both great. Yes, absolutely. Scott, would you like to start us out with visual quality I will start on us Empire out Strikes Back? With visual quality. And, and I gave it a three. And I threes. I want to know why you gave this a three. Because a three to me is I, th- I think it's kind of it's the standard. It's it's really good. Okay. I think for me to go to a two, it has to be bad. You're consistent. I, it's almost it's almost like You're there consistent. there isn't one for me would have to be atrocious. I mean, I didn't give. I don't think I gave. I don't think I would have given any one. No, so really, I really not need in visual quality. I think I needed a bigger scale. I needed like okay. a one to five or something. Yeah, because I'm I'm kind of stuck in the middle for most, and then well, see that's what that I like the four point scale because it forces you to say it's a little bit better yeah. than the middle of the road or a little bit worse than the middle middle of the yeah, road. Yeah, I don't like neutral. So three, but I don't I, either. But it's tricky. Yeah, so I, 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 but I did. I gave it a three, and I I really wanted to give it a four because I think this is even even though it's an older movie, it's one of the most visually pleasing. Star Wars movies to me. It's got so many beautiful shots. And yet, you gave it a three. I, well, I did, and I think you know why. The remastering. I did not notice the remastering in this one nearly as much. I agree. But I but there were still enough moments that I said, mm, dang it, why'd they do it? So, well, I didn't catch these as much. So what are some of the ones that jumped out to you? Do you remember uh, off there the top was, of your head? There were a couple of shots with the ships in Cloud City. Right, I remember that. They yeah. added they added a couple, like I think as the... The the uh, Millennium Falcon is coming in. Yeah, there's they that added one. Some scenes, and then the other one. And I'm not positive about this. I should have looked it up. But uh, but I want to say, I remember the ending shot of Empire being Luke and Leia standing there on the ship, and they're looking out the window. Yeah, and that's not the closing shot. I remember. What did they add in there? There there's some other ships going by, and you see the window, and you see them looking out the window. But there's other larger ships mm-hmm. going by. Okay. And that, that, that to me was just like, man, no. I, and I actually was writing down iconic last shot. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, oh, that's not the last shot. And so I I, I don't know, maybe I, I think I'm right that that was not the original, that that, that was okay. the original last shot. But yeah, for me, that that's why I give it a three. And, okay. And I've, Those I've are got good reasons. I've got a lot of notes here. I mean, I not really, like I said, I wanted to give it a four because I really, yeah. I thought it was beautiful. There's so many, it's one of the best looking. It really is. It's got a great opening shot. It's a phenomenal opening shot. Hoth is great to me. And yes, it holds up well. There, you know, there's a couple moments you're like, eh, but I can forgive it because it's whatever I didn't have year. Any of those moments? 1980. Uh, yeah, 1980. Okay, but no, I mean they were they were small and nothing that made me go like that's bad. I can I can yeah. go well, it's 1980. So no, I think Hoth's great, and it's certainly better than bad CGI. Completely, completely. Like the bad, yeah, bad and some wonky little shots of models hold up way better. Than terrible CGI. I absolutely agree. Uh, Luke heading to da- Dagobah, Dagobah is, yeah. is a beautiful shot. Yeah. The Falcon on the Destroyer is just a cool shot. That is that, awesome. That's a cool shot. Yes. I thought Cloud City was cool. I didn't love the, the added ships, but Cloud City was, was you know, good looking. And I, like I said, I, iconic ending shot, but then I wrote, but not anymore, question mark. 
And then, you know, one bad shot, and I wouldn't say this is the only reason I gave it a three. It's obviously not, because I just said why. But but Luke cutting off the arm of the, is it a, not a bantha, whatever. I don't, I don't know, know what I don't know what that called. creature's called, but him it's cutting a, that arm I off. I call it a snow monster. Yeah. That that was kind of bad. And I know, again, it's 1980. I can mm. forgive it. but I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But it's it's like I said it's a is that solid a visual three. quality question though I'm not sure I think so I mean I think okay. it, it it was how it looked it's not what happened it it's yeah. the way it looked to me so I think it's okay. visual quality fair enough I gave it a four did I, I won't say argue. that already no you did not okay I said basically the same thing you did great shots of Hoth the the super star I, I enjoyed seeing the super star destroyer yeah Darth Vader's star destroyer wonderful movie visually yeah. The great, just I love the, the Hoth. Really, the first act of Hoth is is wonderful. It it absolutely is. Yeah, with the visuals. Now to the plot, Scott. All right, this is you. Here Take I go. Away. Here I go. So the first one is on Hoth. So Darth Vader, as we read in the rolling intro, that Darth Vader is dead set to find Luke. So he's sending out probes throughout the entire galaxy. Rebel, rebel. What? When, was that, that? That's what I, that was not a very good probe, but that's what the pro. Isn't that what the? You it's know, like it makes noise. I mean, it does sound like talking. Yeah, almost. you know what? I think in one of the video games I played, and I don't think it's in the movie, but I think in one of the video games I used to play on the Nintendo sixty four throwback, I think it's that rabble rabble, and, and so <laughs> I think in my mind, like I still see that and I hear rabble rabble. Okay, and and so that's why I said it. But yeah, I don't think it actually says that in the movie. I don't think it actually. I don't think it's saying a word. I think well, it's no, just it's noise. just like, yeah. I think you're right because they actually listen to it, Leia and. Whoever she's with, they're yeah. listening to it, and they're they're not understanding it. So it's you're just right. telemetry yeah. or something going yeah. back to the Empire. So the probe lands on Hoth. You got a great sequence of those probes all leaving. Yeah, the, that was the Star a great Destroyer. shot. Too. We see that Luke. We're obviously moving faster. They're on patrol. Luke is attacked by a monster. Han goes to find Luke. Luke is in the lair, but he does escape. He does, and eventually. Han, they close the doors after Han has gone back out. Because Han comes in, hears Luke's not there, he goes back out to look for him. Which shows how courageous Han really is. I was I was about to say I wasn't gonna say exactly that, but I was just gonna say I just it it speaks to Han's character. Yeah. He wants to act like a tough guy and he, he is. He he's he's rough around the edges, but he cares. He does care. He does. And he he is loyal. Yes. And I, I've I agree. said it before, everybody wants a friend like Han. Yeah. You do. The all right, we're nice. Yes, they close the doors. Han finds Luke, I think, with the help of Obi-Wan. I think ha- Obi-Wan was helping Han just ah, a little bit. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. Well, it's just a guess because that, that, no, Han I, I comes can see that. through Obi-Wan's yeah. Force Ghost, basically. That would be interesting. No, yeah. So I think even though Han is not really a Force-sensitive person, I think he can be influenced by... Well, yeah, I think you can still use the Force on other people. Right. So, yeah. Very good. Let's see... Man, I lost my place again. So Luke sees Obi Wan, he who tells him he has to go to Dagobah I, to learn from Yoda. Just to, I, I do find it interesting that Luke continues to call him Ben. That is that is interesting. Yeah, I mean, and it's Ben, Ben. But it, right. I don't know why I'm, I keep just doing all these voices today. Apparently, I'm, I'm in rare form. I don't know, but and not in good form. But um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Okay. The Han and Chua, Han Han and Chua. <laughs> I, I can't speak. Apparently, we're we're struggling today. Struggling. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to compose myself here. That was funny. Han and Chewie go out the next day after they've survived. Luke and Han have survived, thankfully. Han and Chewie 
find the probe droid. But before I get there, I, want, I always thought the the scene where Han cuts open the uh, what are those things I called? I want to say again? that's a wampa, but uh, I mean, no, I don't no? think it's it's like a double name thing. Huh? You're because I remember looking. I remember the 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 line. The your so and so will die. Yeah. Will freeze before Tauntaun. Tauntaun. That's right. Tauntaun. Tauntaun will freeze. There it is. Sounds like your booty, but whatever. I always thought that was. Your Tauntaun. Oh no! Keep it PG, Scott. Keep it PG. That, that's PG. Okay. And. They go and find they find the probe droid. Vader sends the fleet to Hoth after they realize what they what the Empire sees, what they found there. The Battle of Hoth ensues, which I absolutely love. It's yeah, one of the best. And I, I agree, it may be the absolute one of the. It's definitely the best. I don't know. I don't want to say that. I would say it's one of the best ground based yeah. battles, almost exclusively ground based. And yeah. even the little speeder things were. Uh, I count that as ground ground based yeah. because they can't. They're not space traveling the rebels leave obviously quick evacuation han has to take leia on the millennium falcon because they get separated that's a plot point that makes sense yeah that's perfect like okay i can't get her to her evacuation um transport so i've got to take her out on the falcon and then han hides the falcon in an asteroid after he's running away because the hyperdrive does not work which becomes a a plot point throughout the entire film. They need a new hyperdrive. Film. So after that, Luke goes to Dagobah, and then Han, C-3PO, Chewie, and Leia, they they try to fix yeah. the hyperdrive and survive, effectively, while they're trying to fix the hyperdrive. So Luke crash lands, and then we sort of cut back and forth between the trio there. I guess not a trio, because C-3PO's there. A quartet on the Falcon and then Luke and R2D2 on Dagobah. And I love both of these sequences Yeah, and they make sense. And I don't know which one I like more. I think the Dagobah sequences are great. They are where Luke and he's talking to R2D2 and I love how he treats R2 as a, as a person almost. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a companion. Well, he's seen, he, he, he saves your butt. I mean, he he saved people many many times. Yep. And there was a line I love in that sequence, and I'm trying to find it right here. Luke Luke's looking at Yoda, and and you know I don't I don't think you can help. I'm looking for a great warrior, and it's just you know it's funny yeah. now knowing what you know about right Yoda. And he, you know that that is the great warrior. You just have no idea. And I think Yoda's messing with him. Oh, he is. Yeah. Because of the way he's being a little kooky well, and, and I think silly. He's, I think he's testing him a little bit. And I, I think we see that. I mean, he. that's why when Luke gets frustrated and he finally turns around and he gets serious and he's speaking to Obi-Wan. And, you know, I can't teach him. Right? I don't remember exactly what the line was, but I he's, think it's a test. He's questioning his patience. Yeah. Because he's wondering, does he have the patience if he can put, if I can put him through this very, very mild test to see if he's just going to be patient and find out all he needs is some information from Yoda. Yeah. And we see some, the budding romance between, so back on the Falcon, yeah. we see the budding romance between Leia and Han. We see some, I wrote down, for lack of a better word, flirty dialogue yeah. from Han. And then we go back to Dagobah. Luke finally meets Yoda. Why doesn't R2 recognize Yoda? He R- should. He should. Let's let's say you had a memory wipe. I mean, I, I don't. And Yoda should recognize R2. He should. Again, anyway. if uh, but again, I, if there's lots and lots of R two units that look just like him. Yep, which Han and, is very possible. Yep, Han and Leia kiss. In watching this again, I did not like 
how strongly Han came on. That that fits on his character, but yeah, it does. And I think it fits more from a movie made in 1980. Yeah, oh I yeah, think, than a movie made in 2021. Yeah, which is when we're recording this. I think I just question whether or not it's even appropriate. Right. Definitely not in today's day and age. Of course not. But which, and I guess that I should say, if it's not appropriate in today's day and age, it was it ever appropriate yes. to begin uh, with? Yeah. I think I, that's my whole yeah. point. No, I, right? I agree. And but again, I don't know, I, I, if we juxtapose that, if, if we but even if we juxtapose yeah. it to, it's way better of a it's more it's a more believable romance. Let's put it that way. No matter how it's presented, oh yeah, it's a more believable romance than the other real romance that we've seen, which is Anakin and Padme. Yeah, which was so dysfunctional. I'll admit, Han Leia is dysfunctional from the beginning. It is. Because you see Leia trying to push him off. Like, he lo- he goes over to help her with something. Yeah. Which is obviously, he's obviously just trying to get close to her. Yeah. And she elbows him away and things like that. And they eventually kiss. And the diet, but it seems realistic. Like It, it, seems, it does. There's, there's chemistry there. Right. There is. On that's screen. Good. That's, and, yes. you know, yeah. I mean, that, there's, there's chemistry. And then we... We see the Emperor for, I believe, the first time. Yeah, no, I think you're right. We see Palpatine for the first time at, when he has a he's having a hologram conference with Darth Vader. Luke discovers who Yoda is, finally, which we mentioned earlier. Han and the rest leave the space worm, which I think would be the best way to describe that creature. Yeah. And which I thought, how is there an atmosphere inside the space worm? See, that's a question for me. Yeah, that's that's definitely a question for you because me, I'm just like whatever. That okay, I mean, they know they but weren't know. breathing, but there was yeah. some sort of pressurized atmosphere in there. So that's yeah. a little bit of a plot hole there. I mean, I guess if the asteroid is big enough, could it have its own gravity? Of course, it has. It's every object has gravity. So then I guess I'm trying to say if it has its own gravity. I guess I'm, I'm not going on the right path because you're not confirming what I'm saying. So I don't. It know. does. What well, the question would be: Would it have enough gravity to sustain an atmosphere? Okay, that's where I was trying to go, but I didn't know if I was going on the right path. But I, I, we're just gonna have to assume that I think. Okay, we can say that it possibly sustained some sort of atmospheric. Conditions. I mean, I think we see, and again, we can't say for sure, but we see how small the falcon is compared to how big that animal's mouth is. Right. And that animal is living in. That asteroid, so it has to be right. a fairly large. Okay, yeah. we're just gonna suspend our disbelief at that point, which we've already had to do because we're watching a movie about space. I didn't have any disbelief to begin with, so <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, weak. Oh well, fair <laughs> enough. We see Luke goes into the cave and has a vision of Vader. Yoda basically says, "Don't go in there, or you're gonna find something you don't like in there." And Luke sees himself in the helmet after he decapitates Vader. I think that was a poignant, poignant scene too. It gets I did. Point across. But there's a lot that I don't understand about. I that. would agree. Yeah, but I, I felt like it got a point across. It was not perfect, but what did I you think, think the point was? Well, I mean, to what I this is if Luke is not careful, he could easily turn to the dark side. He could easily yeah. become his father. Yeah, I think even though he doesn't know he doesn't it's his know father. It yeah, I I agree. I think that's the point that they were trying to get, and that's the point that they did. Yeah, see, they, they did they did get. Yikes! Han tries to light try the light speed again, but it still doesn't work, and he's able to hide the Falcon, which is that great scene yeah. where he parks the Falcon. So good. And then the captain goes, and you can tell in the captain's face. I forgot his name. Captain something. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, he's, he's got to c- tell Vader they lost them. 
And he did it so bravely. And, he did. Um, and he, he did. Died. And then he died. <laughs> Yoda tells Luke to get the X-Wing out. Of course, he fails. And then Yoda gets it out, which is a wonderful sequence. The music there is so yeah. good. And the fact that the it it's so realistic. There's yeah. no computer generation. It's a model. I don't know how they pulled it off. I don't either. But it was great. Visually, a great sequence. I think that, that was a key moment, too, because... I think that was a turning point for Luke because he sees how strong the force can be. Right. Up to he that point, know. I think it's a much smaller thing for him. Right. But now he sees like, wow, this is, this is big. And again, it is, I'm bringing it back to the rise of Skywalker. I mean, this one of the reasons I love the stories of Skywalker is because they bring in Luke raising the, the, um, yeah, whatever I can't, uh, X-wing, X-wing out of the water. It and closes so it, that yes, loop. It does. So it, uh, yeah, it's all wrapped into me. Yeah. Yoda gets it out, of course. Millennium Falcon to Bespin. And then Boba Fett follows them. I loved hearing, especially after watching Solo and then watching this film. I loved it. Yeah. When they go to Bespin and there's this dialogue between uh, Han and Chewie. Yep. And he says, well, it's been a really long time, Chewie. I'm sure he doesn't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, is that referring to the, the time when Han took away that green silop when they say it's been a long time so i mean it would have been 14 years yeah so it's something if like it, that it, if if it wasn't that incident then they had another incident fairly soon after right but although yeah. there could have been i'm gonna i'm just because i like thinking that yeah no i think go yeah. with that then we are able to as soon as they so once luke decides to or after the sorry after the x-wing gets pulled out and then we see the big change is that from Act 2 to Act 3, I think, is when the Millennium Falcon ends up in the Bespin Cloud City. Yeah. So while they're there, C-3PO gets damaged. Luke leaves Dagobah against Yoda's wishes. Yeah. Which is a big deal for me because Luke is told, or Yoda tells Luke, if you go, you're not going to be trained anymore. Yeah. This is over, is what came across to me. Yeah. And we, I think that's confirmed when Obi-Wan says, that boy yeah. is our last hope. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me. Of course, because knowing what we know about the Revenge of the Sith, of course Obi-Wan knew Luke had a twin sister. You know, he did, but I guess he didn't believe that she could do it. Maybe. But then Yoda says there is another. Yeah. So when when Luke leaves, I'm thinking, that's it for Luke. He's not going to be a Jedi. Yeah. Our hope rests now with Leia. But yet, at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, apparently Luke's all fine now. Yeah. He's he's going to be a Jedi. How do you, That's never no, explained. You're, yeah, you're right. I, and I've not thought about it. I, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. Because... You can't really train yourself in the Force. I mean, you can learn some minor things, of course, but you can't. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, We're assuming Luke was not on Dagobah that long. No. Well, I don't know. It's it's debatable. I mean, he's there for a a while, I think. I think think longer than what they make it seem. Okay. Then the question is becoming, how long are Han, Leia, C-3PO, and Chewie in the asteroid? But no, I know. I, I don't think those two are quite. Well, no, but yeah, it has they do to. align. You're right. It has to. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. They line up. I mean, not perfectly, but by the time Luke might is have getting... to change my score on plot. You're bringing up some plot holes here. 
I might have to change my score. I'm looking at this and yeah. thinking through this and wondering. In fact, there's a couple things I'm going to, I think, change about my score, but what I have written down right now. Anyway, so we see that Vader sets a trap for Luke. Vader, in order, to, what he wants to do is to trap Luke in carbonite. In order to see whether a human can survive the process, he puts in Han, or as Vader and... calls him, Captain Solo. Oh, Did you notice that the not only does um, Lando call Han Han, but I heard Leia call Han Han a couple times in this film. That's interesting. No, I didn't catch that. C-3PO calls him Han huh. the whole time. But I noticed that Leia calls him at least once in the film, I remember... Leia there, calls him Han or Han. There's, a, I mean, there, yeah, there's a couple just interesting things that happen throughout both of these movies. Yeah, I, I felt like, well, right, we're don't that. Yeah, let's just keep going. We see Vader has uh, has Han or Han frozen in carbon, frozen in carbonite. Leia says, "I love you," and Han, I love it. He goes, "I know," and that was not written that way. Really? Yeah. That, well, how was it written? It was a lot more. Well, Leia says a lot more. I mean, yeah. and and then Han was not going to say I love you back, but he was going to, or he was, he, I think he was supposed to say, remember that I'll be back, or remember that I'll find you, or or something yeah. along those lines. And and Han went up to the writers, I think the day of, and said, I don't think this works. I think she just needs to say I love you, and I just say I know. And they said okay. Yeah, I like it. I know, and perfect. I like that even more because. Yeah. I like the fact that the writers were willing to take something on the day to do yeah. a, a an alt, I think is what they call that. They because they'll shoot the written scene and then they'll do a bunch of alts potentially. Yeah. And so that was obviously Harrison Ford pitched an alt to the writers and that's what it seems to fit both characters yeah. so well. And because Leia is a person who's had all sorts of I mean it seems She's had seeming what seems probably was a good childhood. Yeah. But she's lost everyone she ever knew on Alderaan. Let's not forget that. This incredibly grieving experience. They were in Alderaan places. Oh, no. <laughs> Scott. I had to. I was trying to be profound, Scott. Yeah. And, I, you know, I can't let us get too serious here. Okay, fine. Let's move on. Luke arrives in the Cloud City. He faces Vader. Chewie, Leia, and Lando try to save Han, which I liked. Lando, he switches sides so quickly. I like that about his character. Yeah, no, and I, I think Lando is is a, very much like Han. I mean, yeah. he, he's a little bit sleazy. He's a little rough around the edges, but he wants to do the right thing. And and I I, I don't, of course, I don't think from the beginning he wanted to turn them over to. Darth Vader or to the right. Empire, but ultimately, I mean, when it comes down to it, he's going to look out for himself, and he he has to do what he thinks is best. But yeah. then he, you know, yeah, he ends up doing the right thing. So okay, yeah, I agree. We see that there's a battle. Sorry, excuse me. Luke arrives. Got that man. I keep losing my place. After Vader tells Luke, "No, I am your father," which is often misquoted as Luke, Luke I am I'm your, your father. father. Yep. No, I am your father. What did you think about the no, the long, like the double no, no, no from Luke at that point? Well, I, I'll guess I'll go ahead and say it. I took a Qui-Gon, I mean, a uh, Jar Jar deduction for it. Really? I don't like it. Yeah, you didn't and like it. And especially the last no. 
you know, and, and it's the, no, it can't be true. It's impossible. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. I thought it could have been done differently. Okay. And then we see that there's a force connection between Luke and Leia. Yeah. That I thought was really cool. After Luke decides to jump off and fall down to the very bottom of the Cloud City, and he's saved by Lando and Han. Sorry, Leia. not Lando. Um, Lando and Leia, and Leia Chewie. and Chewie. Yeah. And then R two at the very last moment is able to restore the hyperdrive so that they can escape. R two is always saving the day. He is. So now that I've worked through this plot again, I think I do have some changes to make. But that is, and they eventually get a new arm for Luke. And yeah. And Han, it's interesting. Excuse me, I said Han it's, again. It's interesting yeah. that he gets an arm that looks real in this movie. Yeah. But he changes it later on you know to a to a robotic looking hand i think it's because it gets damaged over the years okay i just i thought it was interesting why wouldn't you just get another one that looks real i wondered that too why didn't they give anakin one that looked real yeah but well anakin doesn't need it he has gloves but (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) anyway so that's the that is my plot summary i try to go quickly scott all right so what well you you, you scored it one way but you're i gonna scored it a four but i think i'm actually gonna have to change that to a three scott okay because there's a few plot holes in here which were distracting yeah and i i scored this kind of quickly so i'm gonna change that to a okay three. i'm gonna stick with my four i mean i, I agree there's a couple a couple things that yeah could have been right. done better but i think the movie is good enough that the, I'm, I'm distracted I miss those because the movie yeah. does it well enough, and I, I think it's a four. Okay. Let's now go to acting quality. Okay. What would you say, Scott? Gave it a three. Okay. And, and I, I think the, the, the I think the acting is great. I don't know what that was. The acting is great. Han, Leia, Lando, Vader, they're all great. Once again, I say Luke's solid. I, I won't yep. say Luke's great, but he's solid. Uh, and the biggest reason for a three is, is yeah, the, the, the Luke when he finds out Vader's his father. But you already took a Jar Jar deduction for you that, know, and and so maybe I'll maybe I'll revise that. We'll see when we get there. But, okay. But or but maybe I think it's worth taking. You think two it's worth taking? Two I don't know. Okay. Well, Fair I'm, enough. I'll, I'll think about it. That, I got a little you time. Hated that much? I, I, yeah, I, I was not a fan at all, and I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll remove my Jar Jar deduction for that okay. because ultimately because this movie's just that good that it, I don't think it deserves two points off for it for a ten second. Sequence less than that probably yeah so I'll I'll we'll we'll change that when we get there but I'm sticking with a three here there are some pretty infamous no's there are in the Star Wars canon and then there's the one that's added which wasn't good right yeah it makes it even more infamous I it think. does yeah I gave it a four I thought that it's a just hilarious film yeah it's a heavy film right this yeah. is this is the tragedy in a sense of the films but there's it's still hilarious and there's a lot lot going for it. So since I gave it a you, four. Since you said hilarious, I just, and I, I missed it during plot. But one of my favorite lines of the film is when they're arriving at Cloud City and, or maybe, I don't remember, maybe at some point in Cloud City and Leia's like, do you, you know, I don't trust him. And, and, and Han, Han says, well, I don't trust him either, but he's my friend. Yes. You know, and it's just like, that's <laughs> it's so, so perfect. That's classic for Han. That all of not Han trusts none of his friends, no. basically. And, 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 and Solo shows a good job of, of why. So, right. Yeah. No, I, I think that he shot someone who would be considered a friend. Yeah. Right? He shoots absolutely. Beckett whom he would consider a friend. Yeah. So, so maybe we don't all want a friend like Han. Right. Maybe not. Yeah. Relationship between the characters. 
I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. Yeah. We finally agree on something, yeah, Scott. Finally. I think maybe the first time today. Second time, I don't know. But no, Han and Leia. It's great. Maybe yes. a little too forceful, but but it's great. Lando and Han. It it's good. I love the little he's fake punch. You know, it's all it's fun. Luke and Han, they have some really good moments. They're not together as much, but they have some good moments. Vader Luke is 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 good. I don't you know, love the one sequence, but overall it's it's good. Yeah, makes sense. Yoda Luke is is fun. It's interesting, uh, you know, and and you kind of there's some growth there, and I, that's that's good. And then R two Luke, they're just that they that's a good relationship. Yeah, it is. I think it's solid. I gave it a four, and a funny dialogue between Han and Leia, which we've talked about, and there's so much. I wrote it down twice. That that there's. It's just so much good dialogue between Han and Leia. Yeah. And then finally, Scott, did you enjoy the movie? Entertainment value. I'm going to let you go first here. I thought Darth killing the Admiral is just a hilarious scene. Yeah. When he says, all right, now that's the th- really the scene I was thinking of uh, when we were reviewing the previous movie. But he kills the one Admiral. He's obviously just fed up with them. And then he just promotes the other guy and says, all right, Admiral so and so and if i'm that other guy i'm going don't promote me i do not want to be promoted. right he obviously <laughs> doesn't want to be promoted because he, he's now he's the next guy that he's yeah. going to be in the way of the force killing i thought it was because of the humor of the film and the quality of the film and the acting i think it's a four every time okay i i'll completely agree i think it's a four yeah this is one of the most entertaining i wrote pure fun it is. Yeah. It's just, it's pure fun. And that's saying something because you're right, it is heavy. So for a heavy movie to be fun, that takes some work. It has the biggest reveal in Star Wars. We find out that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. So, you know, right. that, that's that's an iconic moment in this trilogy and I would say in movie history. That's an right. iconic moment. And it gets misquoted every time. It does, which is hilarious. And then I, and then I wrote uh, Luke and Vader's lightsaber battle was much better than I remembered. It was good. It was pretty solid. I mean, yes. and again, I mean, for its day, of course, if we were to say by today's standards, no, it's not great, but I, I, I was happy with it. So it's a four. Scott, your total score. 18. Raw score. Mine was a 19. Okay, so we're close. And then a Qui-Gon bonus. I gave one point for R2. My Jar Jar deduction. I didn't actually initially have a Jar Jar deduction. But I said Han. Han coming across too strong with Leia just rubbed me the wrong way the more that I yeah. thought about it. And so that will cancel out, which I like to do. It will cancel out my R2 Qui-Gon bonus for a final score of 19. Okay. So I gave it an 18, as I said. And I gave it two for the Qui-Gon bonus for one-liners. We said this is a funny movie. It's it is. got a lot of good one-liners. I I could I mean I I've said a couple but there's just so many good ones so for one liners I give it a point and y'all know I'm a big Lando fan I mean I think Lando's great in this film so I, I gave it two points for that I originally took off two points I'm only gonna take off one because of Luke's no I've already taken it off yep. otherwise so I, I'm gonna add that point back but one point I took off and even though I I guess I'd said this under visual quality as well but it's Luke cut, Luke cutting off the arm yeah kind of weak and okay uh, so I, I'm gonna take off there so I'm going to end up at a 19. 19. So we both scored it a 19. Is this the first time that we've actually agreed we have the same score? I think so. Yeah. And it's interesting because we both did a little finagling today. Not on purpose. We did. But that is a final score of a 38. So it it definitely won. The other one was a 32 for Return of the Jedi. So one pretty handily. 
It did. I no, I haven't. I haven't added all of our scores together, but I want to say that's potentially the highest. Potentially, uh, I know Rogue One. I think we had a thirty-seven or thirty-six. I'd have to go. I back think it was and, a thirty-seven. Yeah, so it, it's it's up there. But and so I said this last episode for those of you who have listened, there will be a twist. We've got our final four now. Yeah, I'll, let's I'll, give it. Let's yeah, get let's, the, let's get an overview. Let's and I want to say there. this while you're looking that up. Yeah, that it seems like. Empire has widely been considered the strongest film of the original set. Yes, I, is what I think I've, so. What, just what I've been told over the years by talking to other Star Wars fans, they considered Empire to be the crowning achievement. Which is impressive because usually the middle one is not what a lot of people consider the best. Well, it's certainly the middle one in the prequels is... A disaster, as we talked about last week. Yes, it is. And the middle one and the sequels is another disaster. Yeah. So, all right. So we've got our final four here. We have Rogue One, which will be going up against The Force Awakens. Andrew, you just saved there. So that's that's a good matchup. Our other matchup will be Empire versus The Rise of Skywalker. So we've got a couple good matchups here. Uh, One, for sure, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of than Andrew. Not saying that Andrew dislikes it, but I'm definitely a bigger fan of... So, it, I mean, it's going to be good. That's a good Final Four. Um, and like I said, if you've listened before, you've heard our scores. Don't just assume that that's what's going to win. We're going to have a twist. We will talk about that at a later time. We will take a couple weeks off from the movie tournament. We're not sure exactly how much, but a few weeks. Let's we're, let's build it up a little bit. Let's, let's make you wait, make you sweat it out. And we will have a couple other discussions for about other things. We're going to step away from Star Wars for a few weeks. We're probably going to have some Harry Potter conversation. We may have throw in some other, you know, fun things. Just just keep listening. Andrew, you got anything else for today? I will say that this is the first time that I've ever watched all the Star Wars films in such a close succession yeah. amount of time. And I have enjoyed watching them, but it will also be nice to take a little break from Star Wars. I, I agree. I have and I've enjoyed it at the same time watching them for the purpose of anything other than pure enjoyment has actually made me like some of them less. I agree. And and I'm kind of sad about that. Uh, and uh, it's okay. I think I'll still enjoy them. Of course I'm still going to enjoy them, but there, there's some that I'm kind of like I don't know that I really want to watch anymore. But well, I'll Phantom I'll, Menace. Phantom I knew that one. I think Attack of the Clones surprised me a little bit. I think The Last Jedi surprised me a little bit. Yeah. And uh, those are the probably the main main three there. Well, I hope that somehow down, in the, down the road when your daughter starts to get into Star Wars more, yes. that Phantom Menace is her favorite film and that she wants to watch it all the time. Don't wish that upon me. I do wish it upon you. That's just dirty. It's just well, dirty. At least it's not... Attack of the Clones. I'll disown her. <laughs> so, uh, a reminder, as always, Wizard versus Jedi podcast. Go to the Instagram. Go to the Twitter. Not the aisle. I'm doing the the, the, the Twitter. These again. It's yeah, called a Twitter. Instagram. Twitter. Twitter. Go there. Give us a like, comment. If you need to send us an email, Wizard versus Jedi podcast at gmail.com. Trash Andrew all you want. That's okay. I'll just forward him over. He'll be good. All right, Andrew. I think we're good. Take it away. Scott, thank you for listening, everyone. This has been Wizard vs. Jedi.